Hello, this is Graham Cook. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. A spiritual warrior knows how to walk humbly with God. Understand this, beloved. Humility is not timidity. The sacrifice of Jesus on the cross grants us boldness in our approach to God and gives us confident access to him. Humility has a strength attached to it. Confidence means we use words like certainly, definitely, absolutely, totally, completely. There's a firm assurance. There's a total reliance upon the nature of God. There's an absolute belief in who he is, an unbreakable conviction about his power and his sovereignty. And all of that results in a positive sense of security in our hearts towards him, no matter what life circumstances or the enemy are doing. There's always a yes and an amen in God's heart towards us. Because we're learning to live in his favor. And his favor means that he has a definite bias towards us. Isn't that a great thought? God is biased towards me. He inclines his ear towards me. His heart is consistently engaged within me. His favor is a vital and consistent part of his presence in my life. It is impossible to escape the reality and impact of the favor given to me because of the Christ life within. When Christ within is the key to a habitation experience, favor, blessing, promise, and power become the normal outcome and focus regardless of what we're facing in life. We have to learn how to live in his presence with joy. We're so welcome because we are specifically invited into his presence. We belong there because he is there. Jesus has such an incredible relationship with the Father, and we're included and involved in that same relational space. It is a key part of our habitational experience. It's like the name of Jesus is like an all-action pass, giving us constant access to every part of his relationship with the Father. And the Scripture describes that as fullness and abundance. We cannot be separated. I'm in him and he is in me. Everyone in Christ has that same promise and provision. And spiritual warriors, they depend upon that for everything. I have confident access to the presence of God. I'm not going to stalk in there insolently, nor will I crawl in miserably. I'm going to walk in confidently. Humbly, gladly, 
knowing that this is my place and that I am assured a confident and continuous welcome. Hebrews 10, 35 and 36 says this. Don't throw away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you have need of endurance, so that when, not if, when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. Spiritual warriors don't treat their confidence as worthless. They prize it. They protect it. They let it grow by using it. They hold on to it like it was your wallet or your purse or your car keys or your passport. It's important that we get such a grip on our confidence on a daily basis that it cannot be prized out of our fingers. Spiritual warriors keep their confidence high. They keep it close because they know it carries the certainty of blessing. Whatever I hold out for in the Lord is going to materialize. Confidence and endurance belong together. And I'm discovering that it's praise that keeps them joined as we step confidently into patient perseverance. Not every fight is going to be over quickly. Some fights are about learning patience. Fascinating thing here is the enemy has no patience. He forsook all of that when he fell out of heaven. Patience belongs to God. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit, and the devil has no access to that. So we can actually beat him by being patient. Now that is a cool thought right there. Come on. Patience and perseverance can win battles. So often, all we want is a quick and easy victory. But God has things that he needs to develop in each one of us. So at some point, you're going to have to reconcile yourself to the fact that God will have to teach you patience and perseverance. When you learn patience and perseverance, it takes you to the next level of overcoming because a new calmness can rise up within you. You're not just acting from your circumstances. Instead, you are engaging from a higher place of peace and rest in God's presence. He will have to teach you how to endure. But the wonderful thing is you can do all of those things with a smile on your face because joy is always part of the occasion. Joy is a part of every circumstance for us because God is eternally joyful. That means he has a brilliant smile on his face when he looks at you and he loves to laugh with us. Truth to tell, I think he mostly laughs at us. <laughs> I guess we're probably an endless source of amusement to him. But he's fascinated with us, and I like that. I love the fact that God is so focused on me, and he's not at all reluctant to bless me. 
He loves giving me promises. He loves it when we enter new dimensions. He loves it when we see new truth and get new revelation. And he loves bringing new experiences into our lives. Because we are his habitation, he's always present. He waits for the right moment to engage with our life situations. So when you stay in joyful relationship with him, you know that his promise will bear fruit and his power will be revealed. The gap between circumstances arriving and power being released to do something about them, that gap may be several days or even weeks wide. But this gap is also our relational space where we learn to trust in God's nature and character. Trust always produces faith for the right moment. We're just learning how to be still. We're learning how to be confident in the joy of the Lord. We're learning how to hear the whisper of God, especially on a battlefield. Very often in warfare, we're under pressure to receive something from the Lord. There's pressure all around us. Real warriors know how to receive when they're under threat, when they're under pressure. Often the battle itself is against our faith and our confidence. This is why the trust component is so essential. What we trust in who God is in himself provides faith for what he will do in us, to us, and through us. You know, a lot of people just want to survive the warfare. They do the minimum to get through. There are many Christians who just want rescue and not breakthrough. Spiritual warriors are different to that. They want to thrive on the pressure. If they're going to go through hell, they want to prosper in the process. That's great thinking. Spiritual warriors want to make the enemy pay for attacking them. Now, that's a great attitude, and it's also the attitude of the kingdom. What if there's an inheritance and a provision that can only come to us on a certain level or in certain life situations? We have numerous opportunities in our lives to learn endurance and persistence in order to be raised up to this level where faithfulness brings us into a dimension of power and anointing that is not available to us under normal circumstances. Here's my question. Are you ready to live from there? as a spiritual warrior. So there is a growth curve in all of that. And God commits you to a constant stairway of learning where you're stepping into one situation and learning who he is, stepping into another and becoming who he is. And there's an upward progression using all the life situations that occur each day, each month, each year. So if you're interested in continuing to develop yourself as a spiritual warrior, go to brilliantbookhouse.com, 
and search for The Way of the Warrior. It's available as a book series and as an audio teaching. And they're both quite different from each other. So I hope you enjoy some more additional learning in this whole dimension of life in the Spirit. Hey, as ever, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it.